Hey, Sam. I'm, What's up, Andrew? You know who up my style icon for 2023 is going to be? Sean uh, Boyega in this movie. I ordered okay. all of his clothing. That will be... Just open robes? Exactly. Open robes. Open robes. But open you get season. so cold. I do get cold, don't I? It is. We are yeah. not in the African heat. Whew. No. That's a good point. Well, I'm stuck with a bunch of robes if anyone want to buy any. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome. Welcome. Back. back. Uh, to a very long conversation about movies and art and whatever else we fucking feel like talking about. Uh, this is the first episode of 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Woo. Uh, woo. This is also episode 251. We hit 250 last week, which is pretty cool. So we're, you know, that's pretty fun. Um, and uh, I'm your producer, Sam Bannigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. Andrew, how uh, how 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 was your uh, how was your New Year? It was a good New Year. It was a fun New Year. Ringing in with friends. Have you ever seen? Uh, uh, I always forget his name. Very famous, Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall's New Year's Eve. Gary Marshall, no. He produced Laverne and Shirley and Cheers, and then he has a film career of Princess Diaries and Runaway Bride. And also, oh. 2011's New Year's Eve. We watched it. It's awful. Okay. And that was it. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was a fun week. Uh, a cool week. A fast week. 2020, 2022 is over. Over. Done. Done. Dunzel Washington. Dunzel Washington. <laughs> Um, yeah. How was your New Year, Sam? Uh, my New Year's was nice. Had a couple pals over. We just kind of hung out, drank, uh, played played some sociables, listened to music. It was a pretty, pretty chill time. Uh, and then I was hung over and I slept in today. So That yeah, sounds like a good day. Uh, sure. Um... And then uh, I watched uh, this little, this little, uh, this little flick, this little picture. A this picture? Little, uh, yeah, this little, this little talkie. A talkie? A talkie. A wa- this war film. Have you seen that new war talkie down at A the Nickelodeon? <laughs> uh, the Woman King. Oh, who's the director? I should know this. Gina Prince Bythewood. Gina Prince Lifewood. 2022's hit film? I actually have no idea. I don't think it I don't think it was a hit. I'll look up the box office. Moderate moderately successful film The Woman King. We saw it. We watched it. We it did. did it late. <coughs> It was between this and Barbarian, and I said, "Let's let's bring let's bring Viola in here. I need I needed some of that snot in my life. That's the, I needed some of that snot to Minimal start off Viola the year. snot in this movie. There isn't any. No, there is. I said minimal. Oh, okay. 
compared to other Viola yeah. movies. This is minimal Viola snot. This is minimal Viola snot. <laughs> uh, it made $92 million. Uh, budget fifty million, so it made a profit. It made a profit. Yeah, I said moderately yeah. sized, moderately successful. The Woman King. The Woman King. Sam, what'd you think? Uh, it's fine. It's pretty. It's pretty. You know, it's a movie. Um, not incredible. Not incredibly. Written, not incredibly directed. Solid performances all around. That's it. It's a movie. It's a it's a movie that uh, you you pitch to the Oscars. It's a movie to give Viola Davis something to do. That's fun and new, which I like. I love Viola Davis. Love to see her getting buff. She was stacked. Um, she was stacked she to the was, max, my she dude. Was stacked. She was stickety stacked. Um, but it's fine. It's not amazing. It was totally. It was a accept, totally acceptable film that I will forget in a couple weeks. I'm sure. Um. Yeah. What about you? What did you think of uh, the Woman King? I like this movie a lot. I enjoy I enjoy a good hack and slash movie. I like people getting cut with with swords. I like people mm-hmm. getting stabbed and the other person going ah and uh-huh. falling down on the ground. This was fun. It felt like a classic, like a movie. And do you remember that Harry Styles interview where he was like, "It feels like a movie. It just feels yeah. like a movie." That's what I feel about like the woman gig. Just feels like okay. a movie. It feels, feels like a movie, sure. Very, it's fun. The story is. I love. Should I just do spoilers out the gate? Spoilers out the gate. Spoilers out the gate. If it's fun, I just think it's such a fun thing. Of like, she can't be my daughter. There's no way the world just works that way. How stupid would this movie be if it was her daughter? But of course it's her daughter. What are we doing here if it's not her daughter? It was fun. Mm-hmm. There there, it, there was a fun cheesiness that I like. Like a fun campiness of like a true... Like a gl- gladiator is not campy. But, you know. The ridiculousness, the flamboyantness of, of, of these types of movies. Of... The soldier in ancient times. I I enjoy that, and I thought this movie was a blast. This was the second time I saw it, and also thought it was a blast. I this didn't make the short list for hair and makeup or costuming. Lord knows why. I don't know. I I thought the makeup and I thought all of the visuals were gorgeous and beautifully made and helped. The tone of the movie. Okay. I thought it looked kind of what it, like it looked fine. I didn't think anything looked like holy shit. 
This is amazing. Yeah, some of the CGI looks wonky. Not even, not like, I didn't think anything looked all that wonky. I just thought it all looked kind of whatever. Mm. It all looked fine. Like, it was like, yeah, this is perfectly fine. This is a perfectly acceptable movie. That's totally, totally chill. Uh, and we can just, uh, yeah, just not think about it. <laughs> it was a fine way to spend your uh, New Year's Day. Yeah, it was an okay two hours today. I would have pre- preferred to do other stuff, but this wasn't the worst thing I could have done, you know? Yeah. Um, where do you, do you want to start with the cast? Let's start with the cast. Um, yeah, as I, as I said before, I think everyone has a pretty solid performance. I'm not too, you know, I don't have much to say about anybody. Um, uh, Jordan Bolger, uh, played, uh, the, the one guy, Malik Malik. Who was he? The, the, the... The cool slave guy. The cool <laughs> slaver. The cool slaver. Yeah, that guy. The Benedict um, Cumberbatch in uh, in Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was he was fine. Um, yeah. Passable. Yeah, he's got that. They did a good job of giving him that like old timey look. You know, he's got the bones for it. Yeah. He he doesn't look... Uh, he doesn't have Timothy Chalamet syndrome. No, he does not. He looks, like, era appropriate. <laughs> also, every time I looked at this guy, I uh, always thought I was playing Assassin's Creed. He feels like an Assassin's Creed character. Man, he does look like an Assassin's Creed character. That's crazy. I don't even play video games. I could be. I was like, "What? What is this Assassin's Creed guy yeah. doing here?" Um, we got uh, John Boyega, who was fun to see. Cutlo King. Uh, yeah, he was. He was again, totally, totally solid. I love John Boyega. Nothing. I thought he was fun. Thought this was a fun performance for him. Yeah, he's having a good time. Yeah. Um, we got a Sheila, a, a Tim, a team. I'm not sure how to say your last name. She, Sheila. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, we saw her for a brief moment in Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess I don't remember her, but you know. Uh, she did pretty good. She, again, uh, very solid, all around. Yeah, really solid performance. I hope to see more of her. Yeah. Uh, then we got uh, Lashana Lynch. Great, steals uh, the movie. Yeah, she's she's the best performance for sure. Um, yeah, she's really really good. So powerful, so strong. Yeah. Maybe she should be the next James Bond. Maybe she should be the next James Bond. That would be crazy. That would be fun. Uh, but yeah, I really like Lashana Lynch. I'm I'm happy that she's you know continuing to get good, uh, interesting work. I, I want to see her do something where she can have more emotions. Yeah. Than 
than she's been able to have in like in James Bond and in this and in uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel. She's kind of always like stoic, like soldier woman. <coughs> I hear uh, you. And I kind of want to see her do something else. I know she can do other stuff. She's, she, you know, that just, uh, she's done other stuff in like her TV shows and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but just recently, I guess she's in, uh, she's in the new Matilda movie. So she's probably not. Oh, is she? Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. Um, so she's probably able to be more of a person, yeah. like a full person, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, but she's really good. Uh, we got, uh, Thuzo Mbedu. I'm very sorry if I'm saying your name incorrectly. Um, she played, uh, the, the leading girl who... Andrew, how old do you think this actress is? 14. Wrong. Up or down? Up. 19. Up. Twenty three. Up. What? 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 No, you're lying. (laughs) I'm not lying. 27? Up. 30. She's 30. She turns 30. She's, sorry, she's 31. She's 31. Whoa! Wait, can I I pull up on the TV? Wait, no way she's... (laughs) Yeah. She looks 15. It's crazy. Wait, what? Yeah, she's 31. She got that orphan syndrome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was born she was born ninety-one. Good God. Yeah, isn't that crazy? She looks fifteen. It's when did truly they shoot wild. This movie? <laughs> Not fifteen years Not ago. Fifteen years ago. I can tell you that much. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, so that's that was that was wild. I was like because the whole, t- like, when she, at one point, Viola Davis, like, asked her character, like, how old are you? And she says 19. And I was like, oh, she's lying. Like, she's, you know, this 15-year-old girl who's who's lying about being older to fit in. And yeah. And then, no, she's just fully a 31-year-old woman playing a 19-year-old who looks 15. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Yeah crazy uh but she's pretty good yeah uh i still haven't seen uh the underground railroad but she's in that yeah like it's one of our great artists barry jenkins and i hear yeah. it's incredible yeah but i, I don't, don't want to be sad i want to be sad for how many hours like, isn't it like 16 something stupid it's crazy yeah it's really long um yeah, I, 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 I'll watch a sad show or a sad movie, but there's something about it being like real sad versus movie sad. <laughs> you know, I could watch Banshees of Inisherin, and I'm like, yeah, this is like movie sad. It's a sad movie. Yeah, this but is watching just... something like the Underground Railroad is just like, oh no. And like, no matter how horrifying what I'm watching on screen is. 
They probably tamed it. God. They definitely tamed it down, yeah. All right, well, that's just cruel. That just doesn't make sense for a character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wild. Wild times. Wild times. Um, wild times to watch movies. Yeah. Uh, and then our leading lady, the always wonderful um, fucking powerhouse, Viola Davis. The great, one of the greatest actors of our time. Last time we Absolutely. saw her was uh, in Black Adam. I What? I didn't see Black Adam. I didn't see Black Adam either. But she's and a man. The last water. time we saw her was not in Black Adam. Yeah, Adam's. but I mean, I meant the general we. Oh, okay. <laughs> I meant the general. <laughs> you know the how general. I often mean the general we? Yeah, of course. Um... Dang, I had a point. Ah, anyway, Viola Davis is great. Yeah, she's great. Um, love, love Viola Davis. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. She's fucking phenomenal in. Yeah, that Rainey. was a great movie. It's really fucking good. Chadwick and Viola Davis just like knocking it out of the park. Mm. And um, our uh, our other one of our other favorite character actors. Um, oh yes. Uh, Coleman Domingo. I was about to say Coleman. Yeah, Coleman yeah, Domingo. Yeah, Coleman Domingo. Well, best character actors working. Yeah, he, he wasn't really phenomenal. in a lot this year, but you know that means because he's gonna be in a lot of things next year. He's gonna be in a lot of stuff next year, and and that's hey, that's good for me, baby. That's good for me. <laughs> that's good for my psyche. Man, remember Coleman Domingo in in uh, Zola? Zola, Zola every day. God, get your God. ass back in the car right now! I think it's about so, that uh, all the time. It's so good, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I have Caribbean relatives. I've heard that switch. I heard that switch too many times. I'm going. Oh, I remember in the theater oh, no. watching that. I was like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. Get back in the car right now. <laughs> uh, he was also in oh Candyman, man. right? Yeah, he was in Candyman. Yeah. That was the last thing that we saw him in. I mean, he's on Euphoria and he's in Fear of Fear of the Walking Dead. So he's still he's been working. Oh, okay. I yeah. But he hasn't done, he he the only like movie stuff he did were two shorts in 2022, which means this was a year of him maybe relaxing or maybe working on other stuff, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get a 2023 year of Coleman Domingo. Um, what, um, Oh, he's in the, he's in the color purple movie that's coming out this year. There's a color purple movie coming out this year. Yeah. Oh, it's the musical. Yeah. Who's, who, who, it's someone cool. Uh, for what director? No, for, for, for the actors, the leads. Uh, Taraji P. Henson's in it. Her. I don't know who this was is. Was it her that excited me? Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Um, uh, Halle Berry. Or Hale, ha- Halle Bailey. Oh, sorry. yeah, no. She, she, she hates dyslexic people. 
I saw yeah. that name for the Little Mermaid. I said, what? You need to change that. <laughs> I know this yeah. line of thinking in Hollywood is backwards, but sometimes you do need to change your name. Yeah, sometimes you got to change Don't your name. Don't mess up the people who go, and Halle Berry. Halle... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting a couple Coleman Domingo things this year. I hope we get more because uh, he's fucking... He's great. He's not even in the movie that we're talking about. That was a tangent. About he's not even Davis. in this movie. <laughs> that, was, that was a tangent from Viola Davis to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom to Coleman Domingo to Color Purple. Who directed this movie? Uh, this movie was directed by Gina Prince Bythewood. Bythewood? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, she has also directed... She directed The Old Guard, the Netflix movie uh, from a couple years ago. Old Guard, yes, with Charlize Theron. Yeah, I, I like The Old Guard. It was very up my alley of, like, cheesy action movie. Um, she directed an episode of Cloak and Dagger. She has directed, like, an episode of, like, Everybody Hates Chris, Girlfriends, mm-hmm. The Bernie Mac Show... Love the Bernie Mac show. Bunch of, bunch of random stuff. Love and Basketball from 2000. Mm. Um, so yeah, been been doing some stuff, but not a whole lot. Uh, and this was, hey, a totally fine direction. Yeah. I, yeah. Nothing crazy. Nothing awful. Promising. I think that's 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 great. I think it's promising. A, yeah, she's not like an up and coming director. She's been working since the nineties. Dang. Yeah, Bernie Mac show was a minute ago, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Her first Bernie feature Mac has was been in... dead for twelve years. Yeah. <laughs> Her first feature came out in two thousand. Glad like, working been... director getting a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's done a bunch of writing for TV stuff, it looks like. But yeah, she's kind of all over the place. She didn't write this one. Um but she she directed it. Do you have thoughts on her on the direction? On uh I think all the I think the way she directed all the actors. All, the way all the actors took the movie, I thought, is very fun. It was, it was, it was bombastic. I'm still trying to find a word. I think the way, like, the actors, and maybe it was her, maybe it was Viola Davis. You're going to act differently when you're around Viola Davis. Yeah. <laughs> um, And this was Viola Davis' uh, uh, passion project. She... Saw, got this script years ago and has been pushing it. Yeah. And finally got it made. But yeah, I think the way the actors are, I think they're, the direction is good and I really like it. I do wish there was like an iconic moment, and a, like a shot. There's not really yeah. like a shot in this movie. Yeah, that was that was kind of my my feelings with kind of every aspect of this movie is just like, there was nothing that was really like standout. Like it was just like, yeah, it's that you're making, you're making a movie, man. Like you're, you're doing, you're doing it. it. 
Um, but it, nothing was like, oh, holy shit, like that one sequence was fucking crazy. Or like this performance, this scene, this this moment, this shot, this cinematography, this score moment, like everything was just kind of like worked and was totally fine. But just was kind of, that was it. Like it wasn't anything more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like, do you like these types of movies? These movies that I'm talking about? Oh, uh, before we get to that, can we, I just want to mention something about the writers. Please bring up the writers. Who wrote this movie? Uh, This was written by Dana Stevens and Maria Bello. Who've kind of worked all over the place. They've done some acting, some writing, um, or mainly acting. And this is uh, one of the only things that they've that Maria Bello has written. This is the only thing Maria Bello has written. Uh, and then Dana Stevens has written some other stuff. Um, I just wanted to point it out that it's two middle-aged white women who wrote this movie. Yeah, I remember when this was coming out. Yeah. And I and it kind of feels like that and it was kind of like, yeah, you're doing the thing, but it's also just uh, okay, sure. I don't I disagree. I don't think it feels like that at all. I think it does. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but I think that that is taken away from the director. What how is that taking away from the director? I feel like that is, I think she, she made this story more than just, I don't know, white fan, fan, fan fiction, right? I mean, that's kind of what it is. I, I feel like I, she, I, the, I feel like the movie is more than that. I don't. <laughs> I th- this movie felt pretty. It was playing on a lot of cliches. Uh, it, you know, it was the the hardened soldier who's a woman, but she but she was you know sexually assaulted in this horrible fucking way. Uh, that's why she's so hard and and tough and you know all this stuff. And I was just like, yeah, okay. And classic, classic, it just classic warrior story. Overdone and and very cliched, uh, and not a very interesting way to to uh, tell this story. Um, just kind of, yeah, I don't know. It just it felt very middle aged white feminist. Uh, like ideas of of storytelling which are not always the best sometimes uh, you get the fablements but yeah sometimes you get some weird stuff like i don't know it was just it just didn't i was like i was wondering while i was watching it i was like why does this feel so weird like it just feels like something is off about some part of this movie and I can't tell what it is. And then I was like looking up like, uh, who's the director? Okay. This is what they've worked on. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, Viola Davis has been wanting to make this movie for a long time, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, Oh, who wrote it? I didn't, I didn't look that up. And I was like, Oh, it's two middle-aged white women. That's probably why it feels weird. <laughs> There's just like a, a general disconnect between like the source material and the person who's writing it. 
that makes it not feel as like genuine of a of a story so yeah i think i think you know (laughs) white fan fiction about 1800s africa is is pretty is a pretty good description andrew and i do and i do like it (laughs) i don't even mean it but you're taking you're taking it anyway yeah i'm taking it anyway because that's hey that's what it feels like yeah um but yeah uh to, to to your point on like sword and sandal Delios. I don't know. I I, I don't remember Gladiator. <laughs> um, I remember falling asleep while I watched the Clash of the Titans from twenty whatever, two thousand ten. Yeah, some yeah. I remember falling asleep in the movie theater. Um, <laughs> that those are the two that I. Those have are the up, two uh, that that. Those are the two big ones, right? Like those are uh, like it's different. Three hundred, sure, but yeah, three hundred was something, you know, very stylized, fun little little thing. I never think about it. Like I don't know. It's not like a movie that I'm like, oh man, three hundred was fucking sick. Nah, I'm not that way either. But I'm like, yo, Gladiator was sick. Do you see the last yeah, duel? I, I have not seen the last duel yet. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. I got I got video games, I got TV, I got movies to watch. It's 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 crazy. Overwhelming. You think TV long, video game long. Video game. <laughs> you think TV's long. Yeah. You're lucky I'm not like, hey Andrew, you play video games. You should play this hundred hour video game. Come on, it's worth it. Here. Play it. It's gonna be the best experience of your life. A hundred hours. And people just I'm just asking you to watch like a a twelve episode TV show. (laughs) And you're like, that's too much. And I'm like, all right. I could, I could be like you got you got an Xbox. I could be like, hey Andrew, go get Elden Ring and fucking play it, man. It's fucking good. You gotta understand. Isn't that Dark Souls? But no, it is. It's a Dark Soul. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> nah, Elden Ring's fucking good. Uh, uh so yeah. <laughs> So, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like cause uh make is this like a type of like is this a, <laughs> is this like a type of movie that you want more of? Like is this something that I like you know, them. I like I don't it's yeah. like I also like superhero movies. Gee whiz, I don't want more of those. um but yeah i would love to see more i wish these types of movies did well i said they're not the same they're different type of things but i said this with the northman too i like those kind of like sure no i think the northman kind of fits into this like historical epic yeah they feel so cool so big yeah (laughs) um i just yeah i enjoy them they look, they're impressive to make. 
to make me it's the it's to do the magic trick of making people not look like Timothy Chalamet, of making people not go, excuse me, sorry, taking yeah. the air AirPod. If you can pull that off, awesome. You you yeah. you did time travel. You did it, director. Yeah, I mean, you are a big epics person in the in the conversation about like how how you love a maximalist film epics like these historical epics are 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 very are are in that world i would say yeah you know? like i i understand i would understand somebody how do how's the best way what's the best way to phrase this I don't think that there's anybody, I mean, I w- I'm sure there are, but I would be surprised to find out if somebody liked The Woman King, but didn't like Avatar 2. Huh. You know what I mean? Right. I get what you mean. I get, uh, yeah. Yeah. They're kind of living in the same world for me. And maybe that's just me, but they, but they give similar vibes. vibes. No, you're right. They do give similar vibes. Well, then what is your hesitation with these? Or straight up dislike, whatever you want to call it. But what is your... Or is it just truly... They're fine. If it, I like the North. Yeah, they're fine. Like, I, I like some of them. I, I don't like other ones. I don't know. Like, this is this is a genre of movie that, that has never spoke to me in a in, in a way I, I i find it difficult to really get into movies like this i think mainly because like i i really like movies and stories that are that are a bit more personal mm-hmm. that are a bit smaller in scale i mean but, but yeah what um, what what were you gonna say i'll get i'll get to it oh okay um, I, I generally I, I like stuff that that takes a bit more of a personal approach um, that that can like really hone in on on a couple of characters and be like this is this is these people like this is what's going on instead of like here's these people in this big situation which I think works like I'm not I, I, obviously I'm not opposed to it uh, there are plenty of movies uh, that the sure last play. year the the Green Knight spoke to you on a, on a deep level. Yeah, the Green Knight is also a very personal story about one guy. I, I yes, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get yeah, what I and, mean. And, and, yeah, I get what you mean. Uh, but then, but then, like, I love Dune. But Dune is also very personal. Like, Dune is huge. Mm. But it's also like it's really just about Paul. Like, it's really if you really get down into it, it's just about this one kid uh, and what he kind of has to deal with. Um, and, and this. The Woman King and like Avatar, it's like it's still that same scale of like here's this big thing, but it's like here's you know five different characters that all have different stakes and all have different um, stuff going on, and I and I think that it's very difficult to um make that work mm-hmm. from like a for, purely from like a skill of storyteller like from actor to writer to director like i think it's just difficult to make that sort of story work and it's i think it's a rare occasion that it does in my opinion stuff like lord of the rings works because everyone involved is kind of working at the top of their game 
Game of Thrones is a Jackson. TV show. Game of Thrones is a TV show that had eight seasons and it was like, you know, a hundred hours long. Yeah. Um, that sort of stuff is, is a bit easier when, you know, Lord of the Rings is three movies. You got these three huge movies. Everyone's working at the top of their game. They were, you know, a big deal. Um, but stuff like Woman King and, and you know, Avatar, in my opinion, uh, they're, they're, they're uh, yeah, <laughs> you're trying and that's great. Um, you know, I would take, I would take five Woman Kings a year over five Marvel movies a year. Right. Um, but I still, I'm still not like in love with it, I guess. Yeah. Did that all make sense? No, that all made complete sense. Right. I don't know what the fuck were you talking about. We've had to stop recording for like 20 fucking minutes. It's not that it's rubbed me the wrong way. But you know when, when, when you hear someone say something about you and you just think about it all the time? You said, <laughs> oh, no. you said Andrew, you just love these maximalist movies. And I was like, no, I don't, but I do. I do love Maximus movies. It's not a bad thing. I've been, I've just been thinking about it. And it's, Why have you been thinking about especially it? with Babylon? Our our, yeah. our chat with Babylon really just made me all week just go. Huh. What? Explain. I I just feel Maximus is like. How about, can you explain to me what's your definition of maximalist? Well, it's a broad, it's a broad, very broad categorization of these sorts of movies that are, that are, to me, kind of like, they take so much stuff and, and kind of throw it at the wall and, and um, it's just like the most, the most things you can put into a movie they will put into a movie. Um, you know, the Michael Bay's, the Zack Snyder's, the James Cameron's would do this. Like that's, that's how they make movies and that's a perfectly fine way to make movies. It's just not for me. When, with all this stuff happening on DC, people are talking about Wonder Woman 1984. People were really talking smack about Wonder Woman 1984. And I was like, dang, yeah. why are people talking smack about my favorite movie? 1984. That's a maximalist movie. Tip to tip. It is. Man, I love that. At one point, Wonder Woman jumps off of a Jeep and lassos a missile <coughs> and then swings that missile back at a different Jeep. Hell yes, my brother. <laughs> uh, right? Any any movie that makes that that I explain like a weird detail like oh yeah, in Avatar 2 at one point a whale that has been speaking to one of the main characters jumps out of the water and lands on a big space boat. Get to the fight with fifteen guys with machine guns and wins, yeah. and wins. As soon as your response to that is "Hell yeah, bro!" That's a maximalist movie. How's that? 
How's that for your the definition? <laughs> At one point, Aquaman flies into the air and stabs a bunch of alien bugs and then lands on the Batmobile. Yeah, that is also, don't care if it's Joss Whedon or Zack Snyder. Andrew Thomas <laughs> loved it both times. Eric <laughs> Thomas loved it who had two thumbs and enjoyed that part this guy right over here yeah uh, so yeah I think anytime I can explain a weird moment in a movie and you go hell yeah bro that's that's a maximalist movie Why is it? Why has it been on your on your mind? What what is what is making because you? Because I'm just like I. What's fuck. bugging? What's bugging you about it? I'm sensitive. Is it just because I fucking sensitive. I fucking. Is it because I just read you like a book? Because like, I, like, <laughs> I, I shot you in the heart. Is that why? Yeah, like, is that why? <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> But I'm sensitive. I got a sensitive side. Yeah, you got a sensitive side. <laughs> I'm introspective. The is, this movie's the, introspective. Like, the Woman King to bring it all back to the Woman King. It's about. It's about bringing. It's about. Give me a second. <laughs> no, <laughs> the Woman King's not that introspective of a film. But even here's the thing, Andrew. Even even movies that would not fall into the maximalist category that you love are so are so maximalistly minimalist <laughs> like like a ghost story which is the most nothing a movie can be or Tony Urban you love a it. three hour long character drama that's also a comedy yeah like that's that's Andrew Thomas's bread and butter I've just been, I got more to say on The Woman King. I truly do. But I want to bring up Babylon for a little bit. Sometimes. Okay. It's been a week. I like, what was I talking about? You were going to talk about Babylon. Babylon. It's so much. It's, it's so... huge in its scale and its scope. Mm -hmm. But it is about these, like... I wrote on Letterboxd the other day, I wrote, if if La La Land is for dreamers, Babylon is for addicts. This, and I might have said this when we were talking about it, uh, on, on microphone or off, but it's like, this Babylon is this movie about people who are addicts they wish they were just addicted to drugs. They wish they were just addicted to booze. But mm-hmm. they're addicted to that thing that will eat you away. Fame. And it's it's David Chazelle's own little... it it In its big, big bombastic way of doing things, it is about this one guy figuring out his place in cinema and what it meant. And what it will be. Yeah. And how easily it can be taken away. Yeah. It's fucking good. But. But. That's a maximalist film. 
Last time we talked, I said it's not. No, I take it back. It is. It's yeah. It's in the. It's in that realm for sure. But it's also much more personable than than a lot of these other maximalist movies that that we were just talking about. With the exception of of Avatar, and I'll bring up this movie because I feel like this movie is it's it's. Uh... It's uh, Maxillus Black Excellence brought to you by Target. It's, I thought it would work. I thought it would work. I was like, this might work. <laughs> but a confused face and a chuckle, it's never good. It's never no. good. You know how many times I've seen that face at the comedy club? I'm like, oh, it's worse. Because you get what I'm trying to say, but I'm not there at all. Oh, oh, you get every part of the joke, but I failed at each one. Oh. Anyway, it's, I will consider Woman King being like a maximalist film. Well, yeah, in a, in a very broad sense, sure. In a very broad you sense. Categorize, you could categorize any epic as a maximalist What's a film. What's a minimalist film that, in, if in your mind, I don't like and you like for those minimalist reasons. Minimalist film that I like. The first you... one that popped in my head. I I'm not too hot on uh, Last Black Man in San Francisco. I do want to rewatch. Yeah, it. you're. Yeah, that that's a good one. Uh, I love Last Black Man. Dang. Um, oh, I mean, we both like Top Gun. The original Top Gun for very different reasons. That's not a minimalist film. Yeah, you like it. You like it for the maximalist reasons, and I like it because it's insane. Yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> you just because you read you like a book. <laughs> it's fine if you're mad that I did that, but you know. Can I bring up on, on microphone one thing? I I beat you in chess. You did you did beat me at chess. That was a moment. I was like, alright, where do I move? I know he's gonna get me somehow. Wait. I won. Yeah, no, I I was severely depressed for many days and also playing chess. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't really take it. You can be proud, but just know that like I was I was for a good three days. If I was not crying, I was purely empty. Uh, and so I don't know if you I don't know if you want to. So count sure, it, but... you won, Andrew Thomas. But uh, hey, <laughs> just consider the circumstances around it. All right. Just know it's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> just, just uh, you know, just think about it a little bit, okay? Uh, Malcolm and Marie is the first one that's popped up on your letterbox <laughs> that I like and, and you don't like. You <laughs> want... <laughs> um, you know how they have little asterisks and then Wikipedia and the books take that as your win. Have a little asterisk. Just go away. Yeah. Just you know, you have you have fun over there. 
celebrate, but uh, just know I'm coming back. This ain't this ain't Return of yeah, the just Jedi. Know. No Force Awakens is right around the corner. Yeah, just think. Just think about, you know, the kind of world that that existed, what I was kind of going through when we were playing a lot of that chess game. And, you know, maybe, maybe don't be so fucking high and mighty, all right? Oh, the next time we play, you're going to punch me in the face and go, see what happens. See what happens when you glow. <laughs> see what happens when you glow when people are down, yeah. Thomas. <laughs> yeah. I can beat you in two chess moves. Pow, pow. Pow, pow. All right, Malcolm and Marie. (coughs) Yeah, I mean, a lot of the... I mean, it's tough to just go off of your letterboxed. Because you do like minimalist movies. It's not that you don't like minimalist movies. I just love... It's just that, like... You love a maximalist movie is the the difference. I was thinking of... You know? Yeah. And I and and same for me. I I like maximalist movies. There are plenty of maximalist movies that I enjoy, but I just prefer a, a bit of a smaller, more personable tale. Yeah, but it's not like we don't both love like you know the parasites and the thing and and Pan's Labyrinth and Ugh, I was thinking about you know these like. You know, Little Women. Like, there's there's plenty of smaller scale movies that Tick Tick Boom. Like, uh, you know, I can go through all of these like top rated movies between us and and find like movies that we both love that are smaller in scale. And there are movies that we both love that are bigger in scale. Mission Impossible Fallout. I fucking love that movie, and you fucking love that movie. Like, you know, Dead Reckoning Part One, baby. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> That's this. That's this year. It's coming. It's coming. Death is reckoning. I. I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Uh, so yeah, it, it, but there is <coughs> just something about that maximalist appeal that that gets you. I don't. I don't know what it is. Also, and it's not bad. I, I'll, I'll never say that it's a bad thing. It's just like, it's just funny. <laughs> To have discovered the exact thing that Andrew Thomas loves, and for for, for like two three weeks, Andrew Thomas going, oh, 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 oh. yeah. Um, one last thing, and you put it in your letterbox review. Much like Nazis, just a good villain. The, the slave traders. Oh, just oh yeah, top tier. Shocked it's not used top more. T- yeah, for real. It's such an easy, like, win. Like, it's such an easy, like, like of all the villains that you could ever just, like, have in a movie, it's like Nazis and colonizers are pretty easy to just, like, do. Oh, kill them it's all! Just, it's easy, baby! Like, Let's go! Just, like, like I, no one's gonna feel weird about it. No one's gonna feel bad. It's totally fine. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. <laughs> yeah, do whatever you want, man. I'll watch. I'll watch it any which way you want to do it. Man. Like, let's just let's have a good time. Cause yeah, it's so good. It's so. Watching Indiana Jones throw a grenade at a bunch of Nazis is just like that's good. That's just it's what good. movies are made of. It is. Yeah. Let me have those like, horrible thoughts 
and let me not feel bad about them. Oh, do I got the yeah. bad guy for you? Great. It's great. Let me see Viola. Let me see uh, Lashana Lynch have those Wolverine claws poke a guy's eyes yeah. out. Yeah. That was crazy. And knowing that guy was selling people, all the better. It's crazy. Yeah, no, colon like slave traders and colonizers, pretty good, easy villain. Uh it's good. They did they they actually they do a good shorthand for it in uh in Prey as well. Oh really? Yeah, there's like one scene where suddenly they're like the the characters are like kidnapped by fur traders. Mm-hmm. And it's just and they're like French colonizers, and it's just like, oh cool, we can all just hate them. And then they get fucking destroyed Merch. by the predator and it's sick. Uh, and it's just like, oh right, yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah. Um yeah, any any final thoughts? Uh no. No 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 thoughts on the Woman King. This was a kind of nothing burger of a movie. Uh, you've said that before. I don't know about what movie, but you've said that before. It's yeah, there's plenty of movies that are just nothing burgers. Um and and that's fine, you know. The bun was good. The patty good. That's it. I am not hungry no, anymore. No sauce. No, uh, yeah, I'm not hungry anymore. Nothing, nothing offensive, nothing great. Just like, yep, that's protein. That's a meal. I'm good. Do you have any final thoughts on uh, the Woman King? Um, glad this movie was made. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to see it. I'm glad Viola Davis got to make make it. I'm hoping she gets nominated, just as. Just cause. You know, ever since you just accept that the Oscars are politics, it's more fun now. It's so much more fun to just accept that it's all politics and all this, this. I feel like giving her a nomination is like, good for you, Viola Davis. You pushed this sure. movie for years and you got it made and it's not half bad. We're not going to give it's you best half- picture, but we will nominate you. Because we yeah. in the industry, we see you. Yeah. I got to learn. It's kind of funny hearing you say that after you being actively upset about the whole Will Smith thing from last year. Yeah. For like the month. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. We got tips and talks to talk about. Oh, you already know there's a whole Will Smith section. Who we? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um... When I look back at 2022 as a year, it's just that slap. It's just, I will, yeah. oh, 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 what a weird thing. I go, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Uh, my name is Sam Bannon. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Thanks so much for tuning in to uh, the first episode of 2023. Starting off, you know, 2023 with episode 251. That feels pretty good to me. That feels great. Um. This is right, like it's just like a a good even bada bing bada boom. I wish, I really, really, really wish, because I had this thought in my head. I wish that the well was streaming, because it 
would have yeah. been nice to do it now. It would have been the like most satisfying thing. Yeah. How much we've changed yeah. between Darren Aronofsky's movies. Yeah, it would have been, nice. been just a. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we might actually be able to line it up with like the actual like fifth year like podcast because we've missed like you know it's going to be a couple weeks from now. Oh, maybe actually, yeah, right. Like it might line up with like ep- I think it would be episode like two sixty would be like exactly. F- 52 times five podcasts, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. That's, you know, nine weeks from now, but we'll see. We'll Um, see. Thanks so much for tuning in. You can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Our link tree is link tree slash Welcome Back Pod, which is also probably going to change. I'm going to work on changing up our our stuff uh, in the next couple weeks to get us on a better kind of system. And link tree is just not the best website. Um, Their politics are not. Oh, are they? Please Um, explain. They they just like pushed a lot of crypto stuff. Ah. and yeah, I just don't love it. Uh, there are other options that are that are that do the exact same thing that Linktree does, and they don't like crypto. So it's like I would rather use one of those. Dang. Um, I am glad. So I know we're doing the wrap ups, but I am glad. I gotta, I gotta use the bathroom. Oh, like I, I do not have time to to. I would love to sit here and chat, but we this took an extra thirty minutes, and I gotta go. I understand. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the podcast all over the place. Welcome back, Pod. Follow us on social media. Uh, that's a great way to support the show. You can also follow us on all the different podcatchers of your choice. Um, uh, you know, all the different places. That's all on our link tree. Uh, like the track, review the track, review the podcast, like the podcast, all that different stuff and all the different things. Uh, really helps out the show a whole ding dang lot. Uh, but the best way, as always, to support the show is tell your tell your friends. Tell your group, tell your posses, tell your warriors that you all march into battle with. You know how we all have to have our hype-up music, have a hype-up podcast. Yeah, I said that. Listen to us talk about movies and talk about all the minutia in it and in life. Tell us, maybe you hate us. Maybe you hate our opinion so much that you'll take it out on your enemies on the battlefield. Helps us out. (laughs) It does. Um, also, just wanted to let you all know, next week's episode is our Tips and Tops episode for 2022. Uh, and it's probably going to be a bit late just because those episodes tend to be pretty long. Yes, they are. Um, and, you know, uh, Andrew, if your phone is not at like Oh, yeah, that's start true. <laughs> you gotta, that's like, a, that's like a, you charge it to 100% right before. We can't be, like, stopping in the middle of that one. I'll text you that day to remind you to charge your phone. <laughs> Just, we can't be stopping for 30 minutes every hour Uh-oh. to, like, 1%. to charge we're your at, phone. Up. We're at 30 minutes. This is going to be a long one, Sam. Sorry. Yeah. No, you got to charge your phone. Um, but, yeah, so that episode just will probably take me a bit longer to uh, edit and get up. Um, but it'll be it'll be up uh, sometime next week. Uh, but it'll probably be a day or two late. Um, and yeah, that's everything. Thanks so much for listening. Here's to 2023. Let's see. Uh, let's see. 
um, how this year for movies goes. Yeah. 